Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all, there it is. Got the front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. Sadly, the death toll in Maui is rising. At least 55 people were confirmed dead. Some victims were found charred beyond recognition inside burnt-out cars. Hundreds remained unaccounted for as of late yesterday, and so far authorities say that the fires on the Hawaiian island are about 80% contained as search and rescue efforts continue. In other news, Ricky, Donald Trump has not officially committed to participating in the first Republican presidential debate scheduled for August 23rd on Fox News, but it looks like he won't be there. Now, he has said that he will not sign a pledge to support the Republican nominee if he loses which is a requirement for participation. Lastly, Nova Nordisk, maker of Wagovi and Ozempic, has partnered with influential black Americans to push for Medicare to cover a new class of weight loss drugs. Now, advocates say Medicare coverage would put obesity drugs within reach of many people who could not otherwise afford them. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick rundown of today's news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit RickySmileyMorningShow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? Man, let's shout out to the Phoenix Mercury set a WNBA record by scoring 45 points in the first quarter alone versus the Kinetic Sun yesterday. Brittany Griner had 21 points, 10 rebounds to lead her team to victory. Ice Cube is once again expanding, putting his big three celebrity basketball game on. It's happening August the 19th, Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C., but he's still expressing his frustrations with the NBA not supporting his big three league. Some of you may not have realized that I'm not part of the club. And a lot of you listening to me right here, right now, you're not part of the club either. And what I realized with the club is what makes them so mad is when you don't want to be a part of the club, that pisses them off. Really, I don't give a about working with the NBA. What I want them to do when I say work with us is to stop working against us. Pimping. There it is. Quick sports support right there. What up there, Gary? All right, y'all. Good morning, America's undercover lovers, y'all. Amy Robach and TJ Holmes, y'all, they're saying that their careers was tanked, honey, when their affair came to light back in November. Well, now they're saying, y'all, according to um, Closer, that the pair wanted the show to fail to. Now, it's been reported, y'all, that Amy and TJ loved hearing, y'all, how GMA's ratings dropped, honey, after their departure. Um, said the inside, and they're saying that they were so thrilled when the program, y'all, rebounded with TV event Lara Spencer. Now, they're saying, quote, people are saying it's because of Lara and her sunny, smart person personality, adding that Amy, 50, and 45-year-old TJ were always jealous of Miss Larry, honey, and saw her as a threat, honey, and they were proved right. So, Miss Larry said, girl, I can't be bothered. She's not been doing this for a while, honey. So, y'all just keep on being jealous or whatever. And she says it's a small circle, honey, and everybody talks, honey. So she what? Says, yes. But you would think they would be done by now, but, honey, these two still in love, quote, unquote, as they saying, and they still, honey, hoping to get a TV show. So, let's keep them lifted up in prayer, honey, then. Maybe they get a show one day. Hmm. Okay, whatever. Can't do that on the job. No fraternizing. All right, the color of the day, honey, is one of my favorite colors. My color of the day is Jean. On the high end, you say Jean, and on the low end, you say beautiful blue. That's your color for the day. Brad, what you got coming up in the hot spot? Coming up next in the hot spot, Tory Lanez makes a statement, and I'm going to tell you what he said up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, yeah. 
All right, so Rick's found the morning show time for the hot spot. What up, Brat? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, y'all, Tory Lanez has released a statement to his fans after being sentenced to 10 years in prison for the Meg The Stallion shooting. Now, in the message, which was posted on Tory's Instagram on yesterday, he denies being responsible for Megan getting shot and maintains his innocence. Wow. Tory said to the Umbrellas, I have never let a hard time intimidate me. I will never, never let no jail time eliminate me regardless of how they try to spin my words i have always maintained my innocence and i always will this week in court i took responsibility for all verbal and intimate moments that i shared with the parties involved that's it he continued in no shape or form was i apologizing for the charges i'm being wrongfully convicted of i remain on the stance that i refuse to apologize for something i did not do i faced diversity my whole life and every time it looked like i would lose i came out on top this is nothing but another moment moment where my back is against the wall and I refuse to stop fighting till I come out victorious. Tough times don't last. Tough people do. To my family, friends, and umbrellas, thank you for your continued support. See you soon. Wow. This this man is still saying he didn't shoot this lady. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he got the time now. It ain't gonna hurt him. <laughs> wow. So I guess if, if, is this for like an appeal situation? Is just in case you can't say you did something? Is that uh, did he make that statement on record or it's uh, on Instagram? The only thing you uh, yeah, only thing you can use in an appeals process is something that that happened in the court with a court reporter. Yeah, because yeah, I could have swore I read something yesterday where he apologized. <laughs> oh, Everything Lord. he's saying sounds like something his lawyer told him to say. Yeah, exactly. Even the apology. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. This is crazy. Well, you know what? We're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. But coming up next, we got Rock T's HBC. You know who we repping today, Rock T. We're going to rep Wiley College, Brigadier Tat. Okay. Indeed. That's coming up next on the HBC. You know. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. I know. I know. I know. Now you know. Hey, no. Hey, no. And if you don't know, now you know. HBC. You know. Time for another HBC, you know. We're going to always highlight and put a spotlight on our heroes and sheroes that attended or currently attend our historically black colleges and universities. That's right. We're going to head down to Marshall, Texas, home of Wiley College. That's right. Home of the purple and white Wildcats, established in 1879. Let's talk about one of y'all's former students, Miss Henrietta Bell Wells. Uh-huh. Not only she's the first female member of the debate team at Wiley College, which was, by the way, the subject of the 2007 movie, The Great Debaters. That's right. Straight out of Wiley College debate team, baby. She helped defeat some of the top HBCU debate teams out there. She also made history by participating in the first college debate between white and African-American students in 1930 when they debated students from the law school at the University of Michigan. Beast mode. She went on to become a social worker and teacher. She also served as the Dean of Women at Dillard University. Man, y'all already know I can go all day talking about this amazing shero, Miss Henrietta Bell Wells, another proud HBCU alum of Wiley College. If you didn't know, now you know. 
If you want me to highlight your favorite HBCU, hit me up on my social media platforms at Rock T Holla. Let's get it. HBCU, no. What you got, Brett? Well, let me just let you know that most people who get baptized as adults, they try to turn over a new leaf, right? But I guess not always, because this idiot broke into a church in Florida, speaking of Florida, last no, week. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. And he baptized himself, <laughs> and then he immediately robbed the church. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? Yes, after he baptized himself, he robbed the church. His name is Derek Porter, and he's from Georgia. Oh, Lord. But he it happened at the church. You're supposed to rob the church, then baptize, baptize yourself. Baptize yourself for forgiveness, yeah. right? Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cleanse your soul after you do the crime. Right. But anyway, it happened in a church in Panama City Beach, Florida on Friday. He used a cinder block to smash out the window and then got in the church's baptismal pool. He later claimed that he didn't remember what happened much after the break-in, except that he baptized himself. And once he was done, he went ahead and loaded up the TV, the computer, and other electronics onto a truck, along with the church's money bags. Oh, my goodness. The cops showed up before he left and arrested them for burglary and criminal mischief but they also found meth which explains everything because oh, he yeah. don't remember nothing so he's facing charges for that too and then because the, po- the police had the police dog with them the dog then jumped in the baptismal pool too <laughs> no no, <laughs> no. Yes. so that made the cops have to go for a swim in the baptismal pool as well so hopefully all their souls was cleansed and washed in the blood of the lamb no, no. Maybe he no. thought he was taking a bath or something. Maybe he thought he was in a tub. You know, that meth do you a whole different <laughs> yes, way. That's, that ain't... Yeah. The, yeah. yeah this wasn't no, was no black person. And the dog got baptized, too. The, the dog hmm. hopped in the baptismal pool, too. I'll be damned. Especially care what are your thoughts. Well, he needed to save his soul. He, you don't know what that dog did before he got over there. Right. He might have had some things that he needed to clear up with the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's 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 terrible. And I uh, probably ate all of the uh, body of Christ crackers and drank all that Welch's grape juice uh, back there. But and he took the tithes and offering bags. But but you know, it ain't no money in it because Pastor, uh, Pastor make that damn deposit early Monday morning uh, uh, right out of church. So, yeah, I just hope that he find comfort in the Lord and get saved. Go and get healed from he meth. I the church's money. You know, he didn't take no money. He got the money bags. What I I I promise you, there wasn't no money in those money. He probably he got the money bags. I promise you, they deposited that money. I used to be a trustee. <laughs> That's the they, they deposited that money before the service is over. <laughs> you better, okay, you better tell her. They tell somebody run down the street no out money. the back door. And a black person back the church. Black folks ain't leaving no money in that church. Is you crazy? Uh-uh. No, that's the last place you're going to find some money is in that church. <laughs> <laughs> honey, H O N E Y, honey. Jaw, J A R, jaw. What's it say, Seely? Ricky. R-I-C-K-E-Y, period. What? Period. Ain't you got nothing better to do? Hell no. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. 
Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. Gary, baby. Gary. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Friday. A beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Wherever, honey, there's some smoke. There's a little fire, honey. And people are speculating, y'all, why Beyonce is working so hard and so much these days. Now, it's being reported, y'all, that Jay-Z, honey, has pulled the plug, honey, on his 4040 Club after 20 years, y'all, of business. Now, they're saying, honey, on recently, y'all, it was reported, y'all, that the bar and lounge's original location in Manhattan's Flatiron District, y'all, closed its doors, honey, in late July. Now, the company's spokesperson, Ms. Andrea Thomas, said that the spot will spring up at a new address next year, honey, with more details to follow soon. But they're saying since opening back in 2003, they said the 4040 Club hosted countless events, honey, for A-list celebrities such as a secret um, J. Cole show back in 2010 and Rihanna's unapologetic release party back in 2012, to name a few. Now, they're saying within a few years, Jay-Z began expanding the 4040 brand and was running, y'all, a total of five outlets across New York City, Atlantic City, Atlanta, and Las Vegas at one point, y'all. But they're saying as of now, honey, only two, y'all, 4040 locations remain open, honey. An airport bar in Atlanta and a restaurant at Brooklyn's um, Barclays Center, y'all. Isn't that something? Oh yeah, I think God. Beyonce working hard to keep them um, clubs open. No, the money. Gary, I feel like I'm sure he's going to just do something bigger and better. Uh, but I don't know, little Brad, because you know Beyonce working, doing three whole shows she, and stuff. She, she working because she want to. It's what she loves, Gary, and she giving the fans what they want. Uh, uh-uh. uh, no, honey, not with all them yes, tickets. Gary. Them tickets are she ain't getting them what they want because they want to get cheaper <laughs> tickets. <laughs> they they would love a cheaper. T- hey, you want to see her? You got to pay for it. Mm. Well, I hope they're not doing. You going, Gary? You going? What? Well, I got you the kind of money to be going to damn Beyonce ticket. I could go how buy it. Well, how much is a ticket? Like $1,500 for some of them. Gary, you can go see Beyonce. You done talked about her on the radio and made so much money off of her. Uh-huh. I love her on Beyonce. The radio for 15 years. You can't give up $1,500 a year. I could go buy a damn used um, bag, honey, at the resale shop in heaven with Beyonce still gone, honey. Uh-uh. No, sir. I mean, but I love her dearly. We love you, Beyonce. And I know she's going to be in the Georgia area this past weekend. But, Ricky, it was just not in the you budget, You would pay $1,500 to see Diana 
Donna Ross. Hell no. All my Donna Ross tickets was free, baby. I'm not paying to see nobody. Sorry, not even you. Because, huh? I mean, you can get a free ticket. Oh, I mean, God. I, I didn't mean Ooh. it like that. So, <laughs> yeah. so. you mean, baby, you, even if I bought Lil' Daryl back, you wouldn't come see me perform. Uh, I'll see him. Look, Ricky, I'll see him when you're doing a rehearsal for free. And then call wow. I'm wow, sorry. I'm on a fixed income, baby. I ain't got that kind of money. But anyway, congratulations to all those Beyonce's. But I just hope that's not the deal. That, you know, she working real hard, honey, to keep uh, help Jay-Z with them clothes. Love, honey. So it, it's just not a good look, honey. All right, moving on. Another celebrity. don't look like you on a fixed income. <laughs> Let me tell you something, baby. When you got a nice, good use, honey, um, rented truck. Hmm, baby, don't please. try to downplay it. No, no, no. Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. A nice no, used no, no. and rented. You, you have a fleet, sir. But guess what, Maria? Uh, it's not your time to talk, baby. <laughs> All right. Baby Tyrese, honey. Now, Tyrese, oh baby. Maria ain't knowing him. I'm sorry. Oh, I am. He just mad because I'm spitting facts. We're going to your next story. Thank you, Maria. Go on to your next story. Tyrese, y'all, baby, they're saying he is suing Home Depot, baby, for only $1 million over an alleged racial profile. Now, they're saying, y'all, Tyrese, he filed a $1 million lawsuit, says that, honey, he was racially profiled, honey, during a visit to one of their stores. Now, he said that he and two of his other men who regularly, y'all, provide construction service to him experience outrageous discriminatory mistreatment and consumer racial profiling during a visit to the um, one of the stores in West Hills, California back in February. Now, they're saying that the cashier gave no reasonable explanation, honey, other than repeating store policy and demanded, honey, to see a form of identification. Now, they're saying the manager refused to speak with Mr. Gibson in person and it was only y'all after significant heated discussion with the cashier that um, Tyrese was finally able, y'all, to complete, honey, the transaction, honey. So, they say he needs his money. He said that the workers in the store purposely y'all interfered with and refused to um, process the transaction based on their groundless suspicion of Mr. Gibson, Mora, and Hernandez arising from their skin color. And the case of Mora and Hernandez, their national origin. Child Tyree's trying to get some extra change, honey. Is he still working? <laughs> Is he still doing Fast and Furious? Why oh, child okay. Tyree's trying to get some extra change? Child, a million dollars, think about it now, Brad. A million dollars ain't that much money to sue for a child, honey. He could go uh, make a commercial and get that kind of money. But nevertheless, honey, we're going to keep him lifted up in our prayers. And hopefully, you know, somebody get their check and, you know, do what they need to do, honey, for what he needs. He, said was he got that long Fast and Furious money. Trust. Well, let me tell you something. I don't know about that because, baby, he lives in Hollywood and Georgia and all that. That long money don't last long when no checks coming in. Trust nope. me, honey. A lot of the people you see you think got unlimited coins, baby, they are definitely on a fixed income. Call Miss, um, what's her name? Oh. The girl who just said she started selling her house, honey, Miss Porter, Miss Billy Porter. <laughs> so, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. All right. <laughs> that just be real, baby. <laughs> Y'all going to hell. God, Gary. Gary. <laughs> Gary. I mean, huh? Y'all going to hell? No, Gary going. He going to handbasket. We just don't want our listeners to be confused, honey. Don't, don't. Everybody don't. Look like, and you honey, say, who's selling the house, Gary? What's the name? Billy Porter, baby. That girl's selling her house, honey. She's a hell she ain't worked in a while, honey. And she like her husband divorced her, honey. He won't have the house. So she like, girl, I ain't got them coins you thought I had. So I'm going to sell some of them costumes I be wearing. But anyway, the color today, honey. Oh, man. <laughs> on the high, you say Jean. And on the low, you say beautiful blue. That's your color for the day. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all giving up a Gary with a T. <laughs> All right, y'all, it's Mount of Morning Show. Guys, welcome calls. Get at me, 8669. Ricky, here we go. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's time to get your together. Because he woke you up this morning. 
beautiful ghouls. I just like to say, wake up to my son, Sean, grandson, Sean Jr. Wake up, wake up, wake up, gentlemen. This is Marika Hauser from Columbia, South Carolina. I want to wake all the transportation providers out here on these roads early in the morning. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Reggie, calling from New Orleans. Wake up, wake up, wake up, American Trail. Latoya calling from Columbus, Georgia. I want to wake up my son, Justin, for school. Wake up, wake up, wake up. My name is Kima, and I'm calling to wake up. Kiss me, Kaya. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Yeah, what's yours? Because we going to let him know. Kansas City, wake up. In Columbus, wake up. Cincinnati, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. West Palm Beach, wake up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Hey. Minds, Body, Business with Maria Moore on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. That's right, y'all. Mind, Body, and Business. Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky Smiley. All right, back to school. A lot of folks uh, are taking their kids back to school. Some already started in parts of the country. Some haven't started back. But today I wanted to focus on ways to improve your child's well-being for the school year because I believe the children are our future. Just like Whitney Houston said, you know, um, and there are things that we can do as parents to make sure that they are mentally, emotionally, academically, all of those things very stable and they can grow up to be great adults and contribute to society. Uh, so first thing I want to talk about is making sure that they go to bed on time and eat breakfast. When you look at a lot of the issues with kids in terms of focus, behavioral issues, emotional issues, they're tied to sleep deprivation and being malnourished. So you want to make sure that the kids are getting to bed on time and starting the day with that most important meal, which is breakfast, so that they will be ready to learn. The next thing, uh, and we talk a lot about social media and its impact on kids, especially uh, teenagers. 
limit their screen time, but don't just take their devices away. Encourage an alternative. So um, there are a lot of after-school programs. You know, kids right now, their minds are going. They're trying to figure out, you know, what they're interested in, maybe what they want to do when they grow up. So don't just take the phone away uh, and don't give them any options. Uh, let them explore other interests. Um, I know my daughter, she did the step team. She's in the jazz band. Uh, there's a oh, that's cooking awesome, club. Maria. Yeah, yeah, she's in the jazz what band. What instruments does so. she play? The trumpet. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, your daughter plays the trumpet? I told you that she can give you a run for your money, uh, uh Ricky. Is she first, first, second, or third chair? She, she the first seat. She the best one. So okay, whatever so the that top means one is. Yeah, she's a session leader. She's first chair. Yeah, that is freaking yeah. awesome. How old is yeah, she? She's 12. She's okay, 12 years old. I'm going to have to uh-huh. connect with her. Yeah, yeah. So parents out there, you know, talk to your kids. Ask them what they're interested in. Don't just take their devices away. Let them get out in the real world and not get stuck behind that screen. Um, Also, hold them accountable while also being genuinely supportive. So I've done this as a parent. Did you do your homework? Did you do your chores? You know, and it's just like, it's just so aggressive. Hey, Marie, I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to give your daughter $500 if she can play Rise by Herb Albert on live on the morning oh, show. Oh, my god! Only gosh. thing I need for you to do, only thing I need for you to do is find the instrumental, bring that baby on the morning show, and let her play live. Uh, uh, not live. Let her play live. Uh, the song is called Rise by I Herb know, Albert. I know that song. Biggie okay. uh, sampled it uh, okay, in go. one of his records. I know that song. Tell her to yeah. get it. Uh, Let's yeah, go. She, okay, she gonna get these five, honey, <laughs> and I'm gonna get my little ten percent fee. But anyways, yeah, hold them accountable. Who are also being genuinely supportive. So show interest. Tell them how proud uh, of them you are. Do y'all recall um, being in extracurricular activities when you were in school and your parents giving you that positive reinforcement? Yep, special ed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, be proud of all things. <laughs> Out of all things, and look at you now, Ricky Smiley. Look at hey, you. Hey, Maria, when they pull out them Lincoln logs, boy, school is fun, boy. They pull out them yeah, rocks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my mama didn't believe in me till I was 40. Okay, oh, so right. well, it's think. never too late. Yeah. It is never too late. Yeah. <laughs> and the last thing I have is to be involved in their academic development. Join the PTA. Get to know their teachers. Make it a point to know the names of all of your child's teachers. Not many parents can do that, especially with middle school and high school their teachers are changing so much it's hard I don't, no, my it? wife knew all them people I, yeah mm. you you gotta know you gotta know what's going on they yeah. know my wife was married they're like oh your dad's visiting well <laughs> you, you make an effort they was doing good I didn't want to mess it up I'm like, I'm like y'all doing good well, hey, you Maria, have a great family what's up Maria Ricky? we can't we can't help them with that homework though nah, uh-uh. Uh-uh. we're gonna get to know the teachers but we don't know that we don't know that lesson we can't help them yeah back, yeah, back back in the day, your mama can help you with your homework, but that new math, Maria, I can't do it. I can't oh, even do yeah, the old I be getting math. frustrated. Just I can't frustrated. Do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, get them some professional help uh, in that category if you can't. But you know, if you can't do all of these things, pick one and just try to be more active with your kids this upcoming school year. That's what I have for you inside Mind, Body, and Business. That was good. That really helped us out a lot. Cause I swear, man, I'm the total opposite of everything you just uh, suggested. <laughs> oh, Y'all no. give it up. <laughs> Give it up and show your love for Maria Moore. Yeah. Bought to you by damn them kids. More Ricky Smiley Morning okay. Show coming up. Get, it up. Get out of bed. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Ricky Smiley Morning Show.
McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Let's check the phone line. Drink some out the morning show. Who is this? Hello. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Well, I'm so excited right now. Let me tell you something. You coming to Daytona? I'm so excited right now. You going to Daytona? God, I landed. I landed last night. I'm at the hotel. I've been trying to text you, tell you to pick me up. Send somebody over here because it was a long right. flight from Atlanta to Dayton. And I'm up here. My sister made my made my uh, flight. She got me up. Got me up here. But everybody at the hotel talking about they don't know where no beach at. I'm like, what the hell is y'all talking about? Rick Smiley or beach parties at the beach? They talking about, but right. we don't know where no beach at because I people fly are already today. showing up. I got there. Shout out! I got here last night. I'm in Dayton right now. Daytona. They they, no, bro, 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 bro. Bruh, bruh, My bruh. sister made the she made the flight rain me. She got me on spirit, got me a flight, got me up here. I've been up here since last night. I've been testing you, calling you, saying, "Hey, I'm in Dayton. Where you at?" Cause she said she had got the email from the uh, Black Tony. The, the people, at, uh, uh, huh? Black Tony. <laughs> yeah. Daytona Beach, Florida. He forgot that A. <laughs> You're not in Dayton. I'm looking at the damn thing right here and say D Y D A Y T O N Ohio. Yeah, you forgot that A. Hey, they tone yeah. up. They tone up. You Beach Florida. How far that is from where I'm at? <laughs> Bruh, you, you would have to, let me see, driving. Let me see, Daytona from Atlanta got to be about 10 hours. And from Atlanta to Orlando is how many hours driving, Beyonce? Seven. Seven hours. I uh, do the math, right? To y'all know I can't. Hey. <laughs> 17 hours. Yeah, you pretty much need to go and just. Go Shout you not at, I'm not where you is. We in Daytona. That's a 17 hour drive from uh from Dayton, Ohio, to Daytona Beach, Florida. Man, my damn sister, man. <laughs> See this dude I be talking about, man. Oh, bro, we've been saying we've been saying for three months. Hey, Daytona Beach, Florida. Daytona Beach, she Florida. She that email talking about. She talking about. She gonna handle it. She can gonna your, take care of it. Can your sister yeah. read? Can your sister read? I mean, not that good. I mean, that man, God. <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, look, man. 
We all out here trying to live our best life. That's the new thing, you know, today. I get it. I understand it. Support you being happy. But if you living your best life infringes upon any aspect of mine, I got to say so, anybody. You lost your mind. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. You, you can't live your best life at my expense. We need to start telling people no. I don't care whatever your personal transformation has been. I don't give a damn about what leaf you didn't turned over, what your self-help guru told you, what side of the bed you woke up, you woke up on this morning, what your sexual preference is, what your religious preference is. If you're a man, woman, boy, girl, cat, dog, tree, I don't give a damn. You cannot live your best life at my expense. The most powerful word in the English language is no. And yet we act like we forgot how to say it. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Y'all give it up and show your love right now for Gary with the T and the canoe of the day. Good morning, you. It's Friday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news. Y'all offset, baby. He's saying, y'all, he's dropping his lawsuit against y'all, the Miguel, the Migos label, y'all, quality control. You know, I guess he realized, you know, that things, honey, weren't going the way they wanted to be. But they said he filed, honey, to dismiss his 2022 lawsuit against quality control music under the label, which um, the Migos was signed to. Now, they're saying TMZ first reported, y'all, the news that reps for Offset and Quality Control declined comment, y'all, when contacted by Variety. Now, they're saying in a lawsuit filed against August, in, at least last August, they're saying Offset maintained, y'all, that QC continued, honey, to claim ownership of his recent solo releases despite the rapper buying back, y'all, the rights, honey, back in 2021 with a deal. They're saying for which he paid handsomely. Now, according to the complaint, now, they're saying he said that the label's ownership claim over his solo recording and y'all songwriting was wrongful and knowing y'all violates, honey, Offset's rights to his own music. Isn't it amazing how these people still got to fight to buy back their own music? I always, you know, because I was dumb at the time, or should I say naive, I thought if you sang the song, hell, it was your music. But it, that's not the way it is, I, I guess. I think a lot of people think that, you know, that 
the words come from the artist actually singing it, but a lot of folks are writing stuff, producing stuff, and you barely get anything. Yeah, and that's so. I mean, so Brett, I mean, how how does that go? I mean. It, you got to fight to buy back your music or I mean can you know once you record it I mean is it yours even though too, I also learned too y'all that just because a person recorded the song or sang the song that don't mean it's there because somebody else may have written it or wrote the song and that means it's not your song that was the person who wrote the song and that's why I guess Beyonce write all her music because baby all her coins stay with her you know because she don't um, oh no she doesn't write all her mm-mm. she don't oh the dream Solange like she has a lot of people who write her records really break my soul she didn't she write that most, she make most yeah. of her, well she make a lot of her money from the royalties too from writing but she also makes most of her money from the endorsements and recording and performing I mean doing new yeah. shows yeah. yeah and that's when they, when y'all go on tour a lot that's where most of y'all money comes from right touring that yeah, I'm, I'm t- yeah. Oh, well, that's performing good. absolutely oh well congratulations then um, Offset alright moving on honey oh my god they're saying y'all that fans tried to shame Serena Williams for barely honey or bearing her belly bump honey in a cute oh, strip um, Gucci knit suit baby they said the tennis champagne posted photos of her stylish maternity outfit on Instagram they said she captioned the photo slide I've been waiting a long time for this moment to come she said and I'm destined honey for anything at all, honey. And baby, they say the fans mock Serena for trying to dress like um, pregnant pop star Rihanna, honey, who pioneered uh-huh. the trend, honey. Oh, yes, honey. Uh, bearing her pregnant bump, honey, in the public. They say she dressing like Rihanna now. One person wrote in the doggone comments and what have you, and people's like, girl, that's not a good look, honey. They say, but Serena is not the first pregnant star, baby, to imitate Rihanna. They say Serena's true fans praise her, y'all, for being stylish and, honey, confident in her appearance. They say, so, that's what it looked like, honey, when a pregnant woman go... <laughs> Got got abs. Wishing you all the best for a safe delivery, honey. But you know what? Let's be clear. Neither one of them was the first one. That girl, Demi Moore. Demi Moore was the first person that I recall. She came out showing her belly, her pregnant belly. She was the first one to do that, honey, that I can recall, honey. Demi Moore was the first person to do that, honey. The first one I seen was in the National Geographic magazine. (laughs) You know what, Bob? Oh, my God. Those oh, are the real ones right there, boy. Oh. That's us. And they hit your glass. Them boy. Look at here. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Them dusty uh, socks. <laughs> what? Them dusty, them dusty baby feeders. <laughs> that is not cute, honey. That is not cute. But anyway, cute Serena. Was eight. Do you, Serena, honey. Do whatever, y'all. And then my final story, y'all. Jalen Banks, honey. He's accusing y'all, Miss Fallon Pina, y'all, of grooming him, honey. He said that, honey, he lost her, and he got her the way he got her, the way he lost her. Now, y'all know who this is? Now, Miss Jalen, oh, I mean Jalen. Jalen, honey, and Fallon. Now, Fallon is the woman who was married to Portia Williams' husband. Oh. Yes, honey. And, honey, that guy, now, Jalen, honey, he's the guy that said, baby, that she groomed him. Because, remember, he was the pool boy. And said she groomed him, honey, into doing things that he didn't want to do. And then he, you know, he impregnated her, honey. And they say Fallon was still, um, you know, was still married at the time. And now, honey, I guess, honey, he's upset about it. And he's speaking about the, uh, the, the situation and what happened. Which they're saying, can an older woman groom a younger man? Because he's much younger than her. Oh, old man. Yeah. still marriage boot camp or something together. Ex- or something. Yeah, relationship. Uh, yep, that couple's rela- retreat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can that happen? I mean, <laughs> Rick, I mean, can an older woman manipulate y'all? I mean, oh, yeah. believe y'all I mean, yeah, you know, If you over down the pool, dude, and, or whatever, and she's standing up there in the window. With a little see-through nightgown on, your job is to clean the pool. But see what people ain't talking about. The pool dude got that that long tube that scraped the bottom of the pool. Oh my god. <laughs>
Okay. But anyway, honey. You're stupid. I mean, honey. Babe, he ate his Wheaties, honey. But anyway. Right. Right, them pool dudes lately been putting, been putting that work in, boy. Out there with your shirt off, cleaning out the swimming pool. She's standing in the window with a fan blowing in a see-through nightgown. And she's up there in a mansion looking down on that pool. Boy, you better go in there. You better go in there and set well, yourself up so you can move in and get out of that apartment. Well, he said, honey, he said, quote, I was groomed, honey, about how their relationship started. He said she made it feel as if he, Simon, was doing her wrong. And then, honey, come to find out, honey, I'm on the other side now, he said. So that's a narcissist. He called her a narcissist. Then he said she groomed me. She would tell me that he's doing this to me, and I felt sad for her. And being a friend, he said, that's what narcissists do. They groom you. He said, make the other person look bad. So when you do something, you won't feel bad about it because you feel as if they were treating that person wrong, honey. And he, he just went on and on to talk about it. But nevertheless, I feel so bad for him because I hate him that if she, he let her groom him and trick him into doing things, honey, sex and all that other stuff, honey. She was an older woman. There's nothing he, better for a young man than an older woman. Trust yeah. Me. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Put in that work, player. Put in that work. Come on, man. He said, but nevertheless, however the situation went, he said the same way he got her, that's how he lost her. So now yeah, he's out in the street. So hopefully, you know, somebody see him and, you know, have some extra change or whatever they could help him out. Because that's not a good look. Older women shouldn't do that to these young men. Because y'all know men, uh, they're, uh, they're not as mature as yeah, a woman. It's been is. going on for centuries. Really? Yeah. yeah. Can you speak on it? That's been a thing. I can. But uh, we, oh. get, we ain't got time. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. The Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today is Jean. On the high end, you say Jean. And on the low end, you say beautiful blue. That's your Kahlua for today, honey. Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all. It is Friday, and today in what's trending, we're talking about first dates. So uh, if you got one this weekend, uh, you might want to listen up. <laughs> so a new poll found that the ideal first date should last two hours and 43 minutes. Now, if you're doing dinner in a movie or taking things back to your place to like a Netflix and chill, maybe that's about right. But then again, that's a great first date. You know what I'm saying? And it's time and, and the time just fly by. But some people um, say they like to just grab some coffee to fill things out first. It also takes an average of four dates to feel comfortable around somebody. Yeah, Brad, and the most popular first date ideas are dinner and a movie, grabbing drinks, and going out to do an outdoor activity together. And being nervous is our top excuse for causing a date to go south. That's followed by looking at our phones too much, having one too many drinks, and making too many jokes. That phone thing is a big turnoff. Go ahead. Yeah. Now, when a date goes well, playing it cool and not texting for a few days might not be the best strategy. Now, people were asked to name the top signs to a date going well. And number one is the person calls or texts immediately. Now, the rest of the top three are getting a good night kiss and a date running longer than expected. And the top signs of first date didn't go well are they ghost you? Ooh. Uh, they make an excuse to leave early, mm. uh, and there are lots, a uh, lots of awkward silences. Yeah, that and, 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 and I just want to let everybody know that silence is okay. Silence is not awkward, like, like not long silence, but it's okay to enjoy the movie, enjoy the dinner. You know, like it don't have to be talky talky. Uh, and only sixteen percent of single people say that they never been on a bad first day. So for today's fill in the blank Friday. We want to know what what was the 
first, what was the worst first date I ever had was uh, Rock T. Man, you know mine, you know, dinner and a movie, but the breath was a little funky and she was a little musty. Like for real. Like Damn. The bad breath, man. It was it was really like I think it was holotosis or something, man. It, it was really I couldn't I couldn't handle it, bro. I had I had to get up out of there, dog. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the word special case. Yeah. Oh man, easy. I was uh in my early twenties and I took this girl to a Janet Jackson concert. And um, I had bought the tickets from a dude on the street, and he told me they was good seats, man. When I tell you, we walked so far up in them in that balcony in the in the Omni back then in Atlanta, dog. The higher up we got, I could just feel her energy was just going. She didn't speak to me the whole concert. She was she was she had an attitude the whole concert, and I was just embarrassed. <laughs> Brett. Bad first date because it, it is what you make it. You know, it, even if right. it's not good, you can still make it a good night, and and then just you know when you leave, never call again. <laughs> right, Maria. Uh, this guy's credit card got declined, and I had to pay for everything. So that part. Damn, be quiet. Oh, hell no. <laughs> well, I, then yeah, I was trying really to be don't important. do that. <laughs> I was on the one that was every. <laughs> no, <laughs> my credit card. Uh, see, I knew you was gonna bring it up. Oh, that happened to you a million times at the oh. uh, at the ocean there on Peachtree. Mm. Oh wow! I had, to, I had to call Gary. He had to bring his credit card up. That then he gonna come in there with the credit card in his hand instead of sitting down having a drink or something. Uh, uh, I was with this this, this fine AKA. Uh, the, was just having dinner and the credit card just wasn't. <laughs> just what it just wasn't just maxed out. That's all. Got yeah. maxed out a little earlier than you thought. Yeah. <laughs> there was no money in the bank, but hey, what, what was that again? I said, that, was, that was that bank. was bad management back then. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's, it's airtight now. Ain't nobody yeah. in your accounts uh, in your accounts stealing. I uh, I need to know uh, <laughs> bad bad first date eight six six nine. Ricky, good morning. Man, this was in 2009. Took a young lady living in Cleveland, Ohio at the time. Took her on a date. We were vibing towards the end. She said, before we leave, can I order two more meals so I can take home? And I said, no, I'm not buying extra meals for what? She said, my pregnant sister lives with me. And, you know, and then I said, no, I'm not doing that. She said, well, I guess we're going to have another date because I need somebody that's going to look out for my family. Come to find out, she was trying to feed another dude at home. No. My first word was I went out with this girl and her breath was hanging. And so and she did like the, the <laughs> over the top laughing. And so like it kept on hitting my nostrils every time that I would talk to her and, you know, say something funny. Yeah. And I just couldn't get past it. Yeah. My worst first date was years ago. I'm 50 now. So I tried to go outside of my race and date. So I wore a wig on the date. <laughs> Trying to be incognito. Got back to his place and we were watching the movie. And my wig fell off. And he just looked at me like, oh, my God. And so I left, and I never saw him again. I call myself going on a double date. My girlfriend and her husband said, you know, hey, this guy, one of his friends, is really nice. We get in the back of the car the whole time. He's crying about his wife, his ex-wife. And at dinner, he's talking about, oh, yeah, she likes this kind of food. Oh, she likes that restaurant. It's the worst date ever. And I said, I will never, ever do it again because they never told me about all the issues that he was having. But it was a mess. The guy didn't have any money. He didn't have any credit cards at all. Wait after we ate and didn't say he didn't have any his credit card. And I had to pay for everything. Mm. Hey, the worst dates for me uh, is a chatterbox. 
I can't stand a damn chatterbox, like a chatterbox, like not even listening to listen, not listening to understand. Uh, just, they, just, they just talk the whole time at dinner and they do 95. I went on the, uh, uh, went to dinner and the chick talked 95% of the time. I just enjoyed the food. Uh, it was one of, uh, places like, uh, Fogo de Chayo. Where you turn to look hard over and they come over and bring the meat over oh, to the meat, table yeah. and cut the meat up. Yes, sir. I just enjoyed the dinner and I just let her ass talk. I was happy. She was very pleasant, very beautiful. And I just let her ass talk. Let her talk till you pass out. <laughs> Drink wine. Talk, talk, talk. No, Don't ask you how you doing or what are your goals? What are you looking for? It was all about her. And I just let her talk. And then after that, uh, she talked all the way in the car <laughs> and, and using the toothpick and still talking. And she was talking over herself, talking. She interrupted herself talking. And then she was talking and texting and eating and talking and drinking and talking. Damn it. Every time I see the Muppet show or a damn puppet when I'm just talking. Uh, talking ass, Muppet. talking. She was she had the talking over. She talked so much. She started answering herself back. Started responding to herself when she was talking, and then she started talking and, and talking about what she was talking about. Just talking. And after that, I, it, it that that is a turnoff. I'm sorry. You think? I'm sorry. Man, I love a good conversation, but the conversation is like a tennis match. I hit the ball to you. You hit the ball back. This is playing racquetball. <laughs> <laughs> she had Muppet mouth. You stupid. <laughs> hey, Kermit. She, she's somewhere right now talking. Oh, Kermit, it was Fozzie. <laughs> Fozzie the bear. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, <laughs> what Fozzie? What Fozzie the baby saying right there? Hey, Kermit. <laughs> Fozzie happy though. He just want to play with Kermit. Man, that chick was so damn happy. Was talking so much. You know the chick on coming to America. I'm sitting uh, at the bar with our city on holiday. Eddie Murphy. I want to be a producer. I want to be on. I want to be on. I want to be some movies. I want to be an actor. I want to be on. I want to be on. I want to be a gymnast. I want to be on. I want to be on. I want to be on. Like damn. At least she wasn't like talking like Snuffleupagus. Hey, Big Bird. What the topic was. <laughs> <laughs> more rings about it, more sugar. <laughs> All right, we got uh, Lynn Fletcher from Baltimore. Lynn, good morning. Good morning. Representing the women and representing the men, we got Reggie Huff. Reggie, where you from? Columbus, Georgia. Columbus, Georgia? Oh, <laughs> All right, so listen, if y'all don't know the questions, only thing you have to do is say pass. Don't waste time. Don't let the clock tick away, okay? <laughs> okay. All right, all right, Brett. Uh, I think me and uh, Lynn, we're going to go first. Lynn, are you ready? Let's go. Yes, I am. All right, start the clock. 
All right, y'all, the classic rap album, The Chronic, was produced by this rap legend. Dr. Dre. Yes. What do the letters ATF stand for? Uh, pass. Alcohol, tobacco, firearms. All right, y'all, the movie, all right, the movie Get Rich or Die Trying was, was, was the life story of what rapper? 50 Cent. Yes. Shot clock violation occurs in what sport? Basketball. Yes. Infield rule fly. Infield fly rule applies to what sport? Uh, baseball. Yes. Come on now. One half of Outcast is under three thousand. Three thousand. Who's the other one? Big boy. Yep. Hey. What right. piece of yard equipment is most likely to have a carburetor? A lawnmower? Yep. <laughs> Tell them, how many did she get? Six. six. God, I think that's a record. Nobody ever got six. Yeah, that's a record right there. <laughs> Dang, Baltimore, come on. Come on now. <laughs> come for the ladies. Yeah. Fellas, we got, come on, fellas. I think you can do it. Let's go. You ready, Reggie? I'm ready. All right, let's go. What kind of noodles do you use in Alfredo? Pass. Fettuccine. Mm, <laughs> in the super in the Super Mario Brothers movie, what is the princess's name? What? What's the princess name in the Super Mario Brothers movie? I don't about to know that. Yes, yeah, they do. <laughs> That's Princess Peach. What do you call a single diamond set alone in a ring? Okay, now. Uh, she won. Go ahead and get to it. Women know these answers. It's a solitaire. What do you call the dinner before a wedding? Um, 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 rehearsal dinner. Yeah, correct. What product has the slogan "Easy Beat Breezy Beautiful"? Cover girl. Uh-oh. Yep. Oh, no. What do you call a woman that has a a baby on behalf of another person or couple? A surrogate. Oh That's yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Come on. Let's go. Come on. What do you call Come a tight fitting undergarment or piece of clothing that is worn to shape a woman's figure? Corset. That's four. That's right. Wait a minute. Give me one. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I made an idea. Four. You got to give him another one because we were laughing. All right. Peloton makes what kind of exercise machine? Uh, Mike. Come on, that's yeah. five. Oh! What we doing? What we doing? No, no. That was yeah, extra they, time. They ran out of time, bro, but yeah. you made a hell of fine combat. She yeah, won. Spell the game. What did you win? All right. Congratulations. You didn't win Powerball, but you got the next best thing. The fabulous, awesome, amazing prize pack from America's store, the Dollar Tree. All right. <laughs> You got an extendable plastic back scratcher. Goes up to 22 inches. You got a microwave. Breakfast wraps. Egg, potato, and cheese flavored with sauce and bacon. Mm-mm. Good eating. How about that bubbly baby baby wash? Gentle formula. Freshly scented. You got those good and fun triple flavored doggy treats. Premium chicken, wholesome duck, and a hearty chicken liver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tasty for sure. You got that Tidy Bowl value pack. Five blue toilet tablets for clean you can see. 
Also from Lusty, you've got the olive oil styling gel. Get those baby hairs down. All right, you got three gels. Free gels, cough drops, menthol, relieves cough, and soothes sore throat. Scary. <laughs> You've got that Everdent antibacterial dental appliance cleanser. Kills 99.99% of odor-causing bacteria in three minutes. Cleans dentures, partials, retainers, and aligners. You've also got that Kill Zone Flying Insect Killer. Kills flying pests, including gnats, flies, and mosquitoes. Fast fogging action kills on contact. And uh, finally, you got from NaturePlex that Warm Touch Warming Jelly Personal Lubricant. Do with that what you will. Congratulations, you've won on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, the fabulous Dollar Tree Prize Pack. Unless you want to use no lubricant from the Dollar Tree. <laughs> yeah, it might break you out, but hey. <laughs> she got a lubricant from the Dollar Tree. <laughs> oh, God. If that thing starts to itching, you better run and get to the kitchen. Some water on that cat. (laughs) (laughs) You got us a lubricant for the Dollar Tree. (laughs) Straight water. (laughs) Oh, man. Congratulations, Bob. Some more, more Ricky Smiley Morning Show coming up. All right, y'all. Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Time to get the party started, man. I don't know who in the world and why Erica Badu would be calling up here this morning. But anyway, she needs no introduction, ladies and gentlemen. Ha! (laughs) <laughs> Erica, Erica, <laughs> Erica Badu, Badu Williams, Badu <laughs> in the building, in the building. Hey, you know I love you, right? I love you too, man. Hey, Erica, I came a long way from when we started. From the moment you picked me up from the airport over thirty, about thirty years ago, damn it, seems like. Yeah. That's right. We was young. Yeah. We didn't know where we was going, but we made it. Sure yeah, we was, we was green. <laughs> we was excited. But there was something inside of us that other people didn't have. And it was something. You know what it was? What? Bull <laughs> <laughs> we was on some other. We was on some other kind. Yeah, it did great. It did great. We had to do. Great. We had to do. I God. love you so much, and, and I'm glad you called because we we doing the show, and Gary did the ten. You text me, Erica. I promise when I text you back, I didn't know what you was talking. I didn't know the person you was talking about. Like I'm like, who is that? Uh, Brett had to text me a picture. I was like, oh, I seen the dude on the internet before, but I didn't know what the hell uh, he. What's his name? Gary. Um, DJ Academic. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, he he helped me sell uh, uh one thousand packs of incense yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he was, I mean, he he got online and and brought up something from five years ago. You know how I be doing? You know I be joking all the time, and I guess he doesn't know things. You know, he, some people just don't know things. Right. But uh, he thought I was, you know, trying to diss him because I told him he looked like Jerry the Mouse from Tom and Jerry. <laughs> And then somebody, Gary, go put the picture. Gary, why do you do that? Why you put the picture next to the he mouse? Fa- 
you know what? His team did that. His own team put that together after I said that. Five years ago, right? So, for some reason, he woke up one morning and remembered it and got mad. I think what happened was he was being he was being wired up about something else. I think he was trying to give his comments on Tory Lanez and maybe the stallion. And during that, he had people commenting and they kept saying, okay, we're going to get Erica Badu. Right. <laughs> and, and, and it wired him up and made him upset. And instead of being upset with the people, he became upset with me and he began to rant and said he was going to on my legacy. What? Wow. And, and he commenced to call me names, the B names, uh, started, you know, talking about how many baby daddies and I'm not nothing and I'm trying to figure out what, why me? I mean, why you, you didn't want it. But then I got kind of happy, you know, because it was a way to sell, sell my message. And I said, this is a great thank you. Whoever your name is, don't nobody know you. Thank you. <laughs> we appreciate it. And then the man was on, on there talking about, yeah, he got money now. I told him, yeah, I got money now. Now can't nobody do nothing to me. He going through some trauma that we don't know about. Right. I know you got them doggone text messages from Orlando when I did that show. I kept saying your mama name. That was blowing your phone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 slow now. <laughs> you know, hey, Ricky, you know your mama can write now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That was good news. What are you talking about? <laughs> Erica, what's the, what's the first word she learned how to write, Erica? She, she learned how to write P. P E E. You stupid. Gary! Yeah. That ain't nothing but the devil, Ricky. Don't listen to Erica. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, she wrote that because people used to always say she smelled like Pete. <laughs> Uh-uh. <laughs> and she thought that was her name. <laughs> she thought it was a middle name. You know what? I got a show coming up. I'm going to tear your ass up. I promise you. I promise you. Okay. Ricky, let me say. Look, yeah. man, I just love, I love you so very, very much. I am I um, so very honored to have you in my life. I feel, I feel secure as a, as a being even more that I can just reach out and say something funny to you and you have provided a, a safe space for me as a as a girl as a woman who thinks she's funny and wants to do comedy this is the only place i can do that is with you i appreciate you, you. you trust me and i trust you and i appreciate it yes, so very much no man you 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 my sister and i i, I love you i never fit you know you you was my first dallas texas experience I absolutely love you and, and, and will love you to the end to the end of my life. Thank you for everything, Erica. I just need another uh, box of ramen. Top ramen. Your mama's out of food. <laughs> Come, ladies and gentlemen, y'all give it up for Erica Badu. Love you. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all, Rick's Round the Morning Show. It's about that time for the front page. Maria, good morning.
Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and the local health officials are investigating a multi-state listeria outbreak that may be connected with soft-serve, on-the-go ice cream cups. Now, two people have gotten sick and both were hospitalized. Uh, Both said they had eaten the soft-serve, on-the-go vanilla chocolate ice cream cups made by Brooklyn-based Real Kosher Ice Cream, distributed to multiple states. In other news, Donald Trump is not officially committed to participating in the first Republican presidential debate scheduled for August 23rd on Fox News, but it looks like he won't be there. He has said he will not sign a pledge to support the Republican nominee if he loses, which is a requirement for participation. Shifting to weather, hurricane season is expected to be really bad this year. Experts say that climate change and shifts in the jet stream are major contributors. That's yeah, real talk I'm, right there. I can feel it. Yeah. And the water's really warm. Um, so we need to brace ourselves, especially folks uh, down in uh, Florida and the Caribbean. Uh, lastly, Ricky Nova Nordisk, maker of Wagovi and Ozempic, has partnered with influential black Americans to push for Medicare to cover a new class of weight loss drugs. Advocates say Medicare coverage could put obesity drugs within reach of many people who could not otherwise afford them. I'm Maria Moore, and that's what's happening in news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? Man, let's talk about them Phoenix Mercury. Man, setting that WNBA record by scoring 45 points in the first quarter alone versus the Connecticut Sun yesterday. Brittany Griner had 21 points, 10 rebounds to lead her team to victory. I have any clips of uh, Brittany Griner? No clips of uh, Brittany Griner this time, big dog. But uh, we're going to holler at Ice Cube. <laughs> He's once again expanding his big three celebrity basketball game. It's going down August the 19th. It's going to be happening in Washington, D.C. But Ice Cube actually is still a little uh, frustrated with the NBA not supporting his big three brand. Some of you may not have realized that I'm not part of the club. And a lot of you listening to me right here, right now, you're not part of the club either. And what I realized with the club is what makes them so mad is when you don't want to be a part of their club, that pisses them off. Really, I don't give a about working with the NBA. What I want them to do when I say work with us is to stop working against us. I feel that. Yeah, he, yeah, man. I feel that. Yeah, I mean, he, he providing a great service for a lot of former NBA players, and they want to continue to play and have some fun for the fans. And I just don't understand why the NBA just wouldn't just support and monopolize everything. Yeah. You know? It's like, come on. I just... mean, you hear them players go from playing to not playing at all. That's, even if they got money, that still does something mentally. But if you get on a three, you know, the, something like that, where you can still play and have fun and uh, have a, it's a sense of normalcy for the athlete. Come because on, when these athletes go from playing, going full speed to zero, that's not good for them mentally and emotionally when that's been their whole life. Do anybody understand what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Are you preaching, dog? It oh, is yeah. what it is. And, it's, and, and the NBA is all about making money. This is an opportunity yeah. to make a whole lot more money with Ice Cube and what he's doing with that big three. So I'm with you 100%, man. Real fast, I hate the homies podcast. I got a, I got a, I got a ball league coming out called the Big Two. <laughs> Make sure y'all check out I Hate the Homies podcast with your boy Rock T, Super David Griff, Uncut Sports Talk, Entertainment, and All Things y'all, Everything, man. Listen wherever you get your podcast. Y'all gonna support my lead, the Big Two. No, I don't. Yeah. The Big Two Ball. The Big Two Ball. Can't do the big, it. 
Can't big, do it. No, sir. The big two ball league. Y'all want to support? <laughs> no, can't do it. <laughs> Let's support the hot spot. <laughs> How about that? I won't leave you hanging, Ricky. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> you we figured you'd be there for the tryout. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot and that's hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the VRA 18. All right, Rick's about the morning. Showtime for the hot spot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tatad, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, y'all, Tory Lanez, he's released a statement uh, to his fans after being sentenced for 10 years in prison for the Meg Thee Stallion shooting. Now, in a message which was posted on Tory's Instagram, he, de- he denies being responsible for Meg getting shot and maintains his innocence. Well, Tory said to the umbrellas, I have never let a hard time intimidate me. I will never let no jail time eliminate me. Regardless of how they try to spin my words, I have always maintained my innocence and I always will. This week in court, I took responsibility for all verbal and intimate moments that I shared with the parties involved and that's it. He continued in no way, shape or form was I apologizing for the charges I'm being wrongfully convicted of. I remain on the stance that I refuse to apologize for something that I did not do. I faced adversity my whole life and every time it looked like I would lose, I came out on top. This is nothing but another moment where my back is against the wall and I refuse to stop fighting until I come out victorious. Tough times don't last, tough people do. To my family, friends, and umbrellas, thank you for your continued support. See you soon. Mm. Meanwhile, right, that's all we can say is, hmm. Meanwhile, y'all, Big wow. Brother, the cast member uh, on Big Brother, his name is Luke Valentine. He's been removed from the show after using a racial slur on camera. Ooh. During a recent conversation with his fellow house guest, Valentine was heard saying the slur, seemingly realizing the offensiveness of his mark. Valentine attempted to backtrack his comment with the word dude instead. Well, nope, nope, nope. CBS confirmed Valentine's removal from the show in a statement. They said Luke violated the Big Brother Code of Conduct and there is zero tolerance in the house for using a racial slur, the network said. He's been removed from the house and his departure will be addressed on the show. Valentine is a 30-year-old illustrator from Western Florida, joined the NBC reality show for his 25th season uh, which premiered earlier this month. He is definitely off of the show. And last but not least, y'all, Deadline reports that the 2023 Emmy Awards will take place next year on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. The three-hour program will air live on Fox from the Peacock Theater in Los Angeles. Now, the award show has been rescheduled from its September 18th air due date to the ongoing WGA and SAG after strikes. A host is expected to be named after the SAG after strikes ends. Who knows when those strikes are going to end, though? I guess they just assuming they'll end sometime toward the end of the year. I don't know. All right, y'all. We're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show.